Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to the DD Fuego Show, hosted by, hosted by, hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time, me, Darius D. And if you're new here, wondering, inquiring, thinking to yourselves, wondering, man, what does Fuego mean? Here's what it is. Here's the fact of the matter. It's simply this. Simply put, fire in Spanish. That's all it is. That's all it ever will be fire and spanish and if you're returning listening listener thank you for coming by once again i appreciate all the support that you guys give me it helps fuel the fire so you guys want to help the show prosper here's what you can do go leave a good review five stars only five stars five stars for your boy dd on apple itunes it helps with the ratings of the show what else you can do probably wondering subscribe to the DD Fuego Show, whether it be on the Anchor app, whether it be on Apple iTunes, whether it be on Spotify, whether it be on Google Play Music slash Google Podcast. We're on 10 different platforms. If you have any extra questions, you can just search DD Fuego Show on Google and I should pop up and my website should be there. If you won't have any further questions that you would like me to answer, like I said, I want to do a question and response on the show where i answer your questions just dm me your question and then you can actually go on the anchor app and then leave me a voice message of the question and i can insert it into the show which is really cool and i would like to do that either at the end of this year which pretty much the year is done or you can do it next year doesn't matter just do it like nike says just do it okay like i said this show is also an educational show at times at the beginning of the show and like and i think it's important for people to learn new things every day so here's the word of the year the word of the year due to Miriam webster is justice which you guys probably know the definition by now if you've lived on this planet for a while but it is the most searched word of the year and it's which actually makes a lot of sense due to all the politics that happened this year and how the world has gone over the last year or so in regards to politics and believing in equality and justice. So that is one of the most searched words or sent out words of this year, according to the Merriam-Webster which actually would make the most sense due to what transpired this year. So hope you guys enjoy the show. It's another collaboration. I got my boy Young Texas on the show for you guys. Hopefully you guys you learn something new. Enjoy the show. Make sure you share this with your friends and your family on whatever social media platform that you choose to use. Okay. So make sure you do that. This is the DD Fuego Show. We will be right back. So stay tuned. Yo, we're here once again. I got my boy Young Texas in the cut. All right, I'm not going to say the Govy name, but he's known <laughs> as Young Texas. So. <laughs> Yo, what's good, bro? How you doing? I've been good, man. How about you? Yeah, I'm be good. Yeah, you been joining the holidays or not? No, nah, absolutely, man. It's good to be yeah. home. Exactly. For those of you who don't know, my boy, he 
goes to school out east, so he's spending time with the family over the holiday breaks. And he is, I would like to say, the founding member. Yeah, the founder of our group that we call the Hogs. He came up with the whole thing. Yeah, you came up with the whole thing. I'll give credit where credit is due, right? Thank so, you. Yeah, bro. So go plug your social media. Go plug what you're doing. Let the people know because you've been back. This is the first time I would like to say that I've had a guest on the show who re- returned within the same year, right? Yes, so absolutely. he's breaking. He's making history right now. <laughs> right? We're making history. So go ahead and plug your social media. Uh, you know, all my social medias are at Young Texas Y X N G T E X A S. That includes Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and of course Twitch. Twitch. So, so yeah, just for those who are not familiar with Twitch, would you mind explaining it to them? So Twitch is like a service, uh, kind of like kind of like YouTube, but uh, instead of posting videos, it's all live streams. So all, all everything on Twitch is live. Yeah, I mean you can. Uh, you know, keep your lives so people can go back and watch them. But Twitch is a place where a lot of uh, big streamers live stream. That's where you'll see, like, you know, Ninja, Courage, Dr. Yeah. Lupo, all, all them. Um, yeah, that's where I, I stream myself playing video games, uh, mainly Call of Duty. But, yeah, have a good time with my, my viewers and stuff. So, yeah, come on by to my streams. Exactly. Come out checking my homies. I, I appreciate Mike going on the show, the homie on the show. Uh, because... Like I said, like we have been friends for around like two years now. I like yeah, to say, about two years, yeah. yeah, about two yeah, and two and years, two and a half years. So I want you guys, my listeners, to go support my boy Mike. He's doing his thing. He's grinding. I'm all for people working hard for something in this life. All right. So make sure you guys support the homie, please, please. And if you have any questions about Twitch or about how it works, feel free to DM DM him on uh Absolutely. Instagram would work for you, right? At anything, Instagram, Twitter, add me on Snapchat, either way. Message me on Twitch, I don't care. Exactly, exactly. Do that. He's doing his thing, and we're going to make our legacies. So, since some people didn't hear our last episode, I recommend that to go back and listen to that. I highly recommend it. But what you guys can do right now, pay attention, because we're going to do this little game so you get to know about Young Texas. You got to know what he likes and what he doesn't like, all right? So this game is called Either Or. So I'm just going to name a list of things, and he chooses the best or what he likes the best out of the two. So, yo, you ready? Um, absolutely. All right, so KSI or Logan? KSI. Uh, Terry Bradshaw or Big Ben? Ooh, uh, probably Terry because he has four. All right, yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, yeah, he's a Steelers fan, so that's why I asked that one. Yep. Uh, college football or NFL? Ooh. I don't know. That's kind of hard. College football has been improving a little bit. So yeah, I'd, say, I'd say pretty even. I'd say pretty even, but probably NFL, honestly. NFL, honestly. Boxing or MMA? MMA. Twitch or YouTube? Twitch. O-line or D-line? O-line. Chocolate or vanilla? Ooh, chocolate. Cake or pie? Cake. Christmas or Thanksgiving? Christmas. PS4 or Xbox? PS4. France or Spain? Ooh, probably Spain. Spain. Well, we know you like the Spanish girls, bro. <laughs> 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 That's a definitive factor. Uh, Adidas or Nike? Nike. All right. So that concludes this segment, this new segment. I came up with this episode. And for other collabs, 
I'm gonna do in the future. I'm gonna add this one, and obviously Mike's gonna be on the show next year again. So yeah. we're just gonna keep doing different things, different different things. So today we're talking about sports and politics. All right. Now, Mike, you've been aware of these topics. You're pretty yep. intelligent, I would like to say, studious Thank person, you. and you yeah. are aware on these social issues. Absolutely. Now, what? do you think about sports and politics mixing together in general? Um, honestly, I think the more we can do to keep politics out of sports would be better. Okay. However, I feel like, I, I really do feel like, though, like, sports is such a big platform and yeah. every, you know, you know, it's a lot of people watch sports and a lot of people are interested in that and, you know, star athletes who I'm sure we'll mention his name later, but, like, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. They have big platforms that they can express what they believe in and, and what they truly believe in. And that's, you know, a fundamental right as a human being. You know, exactly. you have the right to, to express yourself. Yeah. And I think, honestly, sports is a good platform to bring about more knowledge to, to social justice issues. Yeah. So I think, honestly, it's maybe we should try to keep it separate. But at the same time, I honestly, I'm really, like happy and supportive of people like Colin Kaepernick who have brought yeah. such lights to issues using their platform. Using their platform. You know what I'm saying? Because you mentioned that you like Nike already, this, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So, what Nike did recently, I'm pretty sure, yes. Mike, you're aware of it, they supported him and backed him up and they did a commercial and they're also doing yep. a thing with LeBron, right? More than an athlete? Yep. Okay, that that's cool. I'm on the same side as Mike, to be honest. Me, personally, I like politics, but I like it separate from sports, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't... Because here's the thing. We deal, since we're students and everything, we deal with politics. We talk about it all the time. But for those three hours of football or those th two hours of basketball or whatever sport it is, I want to be in that sport. I don't want to... That's the thing. It's like an escapism, Absolutely. right? Okay, like let me let me clarify. Okay, I I feel like politics and sports should be separate in the sense that politics should never impact sports. Yeah, like you know how Colin Kaepernick is no longer in the NFL mainly because of politics. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. I don't think it should ever impact sports. Do I think that sports athletes should take a stance on politics if there's issues like that? Absolutely, I think they should. But I think it should never. We should, we as a society. And, you know, owners in, you know, major sports leagues should never let it impact a player's career or yeah. impact impact an association like the NFL, the NBA, whatever it may be. So as much as I want to keep – I want to keep it separate so it doesn't impact sports. Yeah. But I want athletes to take a stand and, like, stand out for what they believe in and, and sh expose the injustice in this world. Exactly. That's the thing I was thinking about Um, is because, like you said, you don't want it – to damper the sport, you know what I mean? Right. It's right. like you pay your ticket to whatever sporting event you want to do. You want to hear, like, you want to see big hits in football. You want to see exactly. three-pointers in basketball or whatever or a slap shot in the hockey. You don't want that politics to interfere. Because the way that they did it back in the day, which if you talk about Muhammad Ali, I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and uh, Joe... Joe, Jim Brown, Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Yeah. The way that they did it, they played the game to the best of their ability, but they didn't make it politicized in the sporting environment. They did it outside of the environment. 
So right. they still have their stance, yes, but it's outside of the sports. That's what I'm with. That's what I support. It's different with, like, Colin Kaepernick, yeah. who, like, sort of brought it right to the sports, you know, kneeling during the national anthem. And yeah. Honestly, I completely, I'm okay with him doing that. I'm okay with him kneeling for the national anthem because he's trying to show people, like, listen, I'm not going to stand and accept, you know, this country and this judicial system that doesn't show equality. It's okay. so unequal. And, I mean, people are so upset. They're saying, you know, it's disrespectful to not stand for the anthem. And I get it. I get it. I want people to stand for the national anthem, too. Because I am very, I have a lot of pride in my country and everything. Yeah, of course. However, it comes to a point where it's like, listen, his his people are being so, you know, they're being so oppressed. And, and like, it's 2018, and, and African Americans are still being oppressed to the point where they really have to, to yeah. try and expose the social injustice. And it's sad, but, and yes, maybe... And you know what? He talked, Colin Kaepernick talked to veterans and said, and a veteran told him, because he had been sitting on the bench during the National Anthem, mm-hmm. and he had talked to veterans, and they said, listen, sitting is disrespectful. He, they said, if you want to, if you want to, you know, stand up for what you believe in and, and, you know, be in opposition to the social injustice, then take a knee. Okay. It, it was the veterans who would tell him okay. to take a knee. Okay. So honestly, I just think, yeah, you know, Colin Kaepernick, but you know the difference with like Muhammad Ali, you know Joe Brown, you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like you had mentioned. Yeah. Like Kaepernick had his platform. His platform was football. You know, he he led his te- a team to the Super Bowl in like his second year. Yeah. Like he his platform was the National Football League, mm-hmm. and he brought social justice issues to the foreground of a of an organization that, yeah an organization but something that all Americans are gonna see yeah you know everyone's gonna see that so he was showing like hey look I'm bringing this stuff around I'm making sure you notice it because you know he doesn't want the social justice issues like police brutality against African Americans yeah. and other minorities to go unnoticed and to continue going unnoticed by uh, general society mm-hmm. I, I I can see why people are upset with it. I, from my understanding, I do believe Americans are very patriotic when it comes to their Absolutely. anthem, and you live there, so you would know more than I would know. Yep. Um, in Canada, it's not like I would say we are, but not to the same extent. Like I, I see people when the anthem is going on during games and stuff like that that. They're still eating popcorns. They're looking around. And no one really yeah. checks them on it. I feel like we only respect our anthem in Canada during school systems and stuff like that. That sort of stuff. Or Absolutely. Remembrance Day. Yep. But I get why he did that. But I would say that American, African Americans, they are, they have their issues. It's not to the same extent as uh, back in the day. When Muhammad right. Ali refused to go to the draft, which was a huge deal, which would make sense because there right. was still segregation at that time. Right. I think it's gotten better, but while Colin was trying to show is like there is some injustices because then again, people look at him and like, bro, you're a millionaire. How oppressed are you? But I guess it the line has been misconstrued where 
some people think he's just like I heard people say that they don't even know what nationality he really is. But I think he he identifies as black, right, or whatever. Yeah, because he I mean he is black. He has white parents that he, like adopted. Okay, okay. But like here here's the thing is like people say you know we are a millionaire. How oppressed are you? It's not that maybe he's oppressed, but you know he is standing up for something he believes in, and because he's a millionaire, he's taking the privilege he has because of his wealth and his fame. He's taking that privilege and putting it to good use, okay. which is something that needs to happen. Like, you know, there's the whole, like, you know, if you have an ability to speak on a global platform, mm-hmm. why would you not take that to stand up for something you believe in? Yeah. Because, listen, I know that if I, you know, was playing in the NFL and I was speaking to the world or, you know, at least the country. Yeah. After a game, I would take that time, and I would say, if there was some injustice going on, I would take the time to call it to up, bring it up, yeah. and stand up for something I believe in. Absolutely, people are saying, you know, he threw everything away, threw away his whole career, blah blah blah. But it's like, okay, but he also did that because he truly just stood up for something he believed in, fought for what was right, mm-hmm. and sometimes that is worth so much more than playing in the NFL. Yeah, well, some people have to make sacrifices for the greater exactly. good but in my opinion uh, I think the NFL it's tricky because a lot of people have a problem with the NFL in regards to uh, health issues with like CTE right. and all that sort of stuff and now they're just adding fuel to the fire it's been better this season I haven't heard anything about it but the thing is uh when you're coming, because, for example, we know that when you go to the NFL, you get drafted, you're part of the organization. It's your job now. Yep. It's your job. So a lot of people would say, and I kind of agree with that, is that when you come to work, you're expected to clock in, do what you have to do, and clock out. Which, yep, I, which I'm for, because... Like I said, if he wants to talk about police brutality, which is an epidemic in the States for most races, but it's highlighted on the African-American race because we have problems with them throughout history. But what I would like to say is that a lot of people, when, when they go to work, they don't get to protest at work unless if they leave and to do a boycott or they get the, or they're doing a protest like they're doing right now, I think with, uh, Canada Post. Yeah, that's Post an example second, where you yeah. would do that, but most people don't agree with him going into the establishment and then doing that. They would be okay with him doing that sort of thing outside of the environment, which I'm pretty sure you agree with as well. Anyway, absolutely. I, I think if he had gone about it differently, I think things would have been better. Would have been different. Yeah. For, for him, I think, you know, he could have, he could have, you know, instead of doing it during games, you know, he could have gone, uh, like, on, on news stations and yeah, yeah, been yeah. interviewed and, heck, posted his own stuff on, on social media, which, which he did, too, but, like, you know, I think there was different ways to go about it, but listen, I'm not gonna sit here and say, I think Colin Kaepernick was bad. And yeah. I'm not gonna sit there, listen, he did it, and you know what, I'm not saying what he did was wrong. I'm not saying what he did was wrong, yeah. but what I am saying is he could have gone about it. I feel like the way LeBron does it or handled his situation was a lot better. 
Uh, yeah, we're going to segue into LeBron because he started this whole I'm more than an athlete thing because I guess right. in society, you're known as what you do. As yep. Aristotle would say, you are what you repeatedly do. So, But the thing is, I have a complex when it comes to that because, yes, athletes sometimes get stigmatized of just being an athlete, but at the other time, at the other hand, LeBron's a celebrity as well. He's known internationally. Like, there's no nation yep. that doesn't know who LeBron James is. I I would like to say yeah. the 100%. the problem is is now we have a scale where it's like we give them the halo effect, which is basically we think that because they're celebrities, because they're prominent, they they are knowledgeable on all things. And then you have another side of the spectrum where it's like you're an athlete, just stick to that only. Yeah. So it's like a dichotomy type thing where it's like I don't I I agree with what he's saying, but I just want to know who. Well, actually, it was that one girl who said I think it was Laura Ingram who said like shut up and dribble, and a lot of people yeah, had but, yeah she said shut up. And dribble. I don't agree with that. At the end of the day, like who are you to tell LeBron anything? Like LeBron didn't even have to respond to it to be honest. I don't know if he did. Well, like. I mean, let's look at let's look at what LeBron James does, donating millions a year to charity. Yeah. Just opened up, like, not school. just, but, like, opened up the I Promise school yeah. for underprivileged kids where they get, like, free education. Yeah. Like, good quality education. Uh, a safe haven for them. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, they get free clothes, free shoes, all this stuff provided for them. Yeah. What has Laura Ingram done other than bash athletes on, on Twitter? Yeah. She's and done like, some things, but in comparison, it doesn't look that bad. Right, and yeah. so she's saying shut up and dribble, but really, he's done more for society than than she has. Yeah, it's just that, I guess, the way people are looking at it is like, uh, LeBron shouldn't feed into what she's saying. I don't think he really bit into it. I So, here's the thing. It just came to my um, memory, right? So I think is that people don't want athletes just to speak on whatever they want as factual based. So what Laura was trying to say is like, I do politics for a living. I study this. I went to school for it. I know how to articulate it in a great manner, in a great way. So we shouldn't take LeBron's politics or his idea of politics as factual because it's just identity politics more than actual politics so if we're going to talk about that i agree with that i just don't agree with the way she said it like shut up and dribble like that's not appropriate to say to somebody that like you said contributed so much and sacrificed a lot and came from pretty much nothing and became this big superstar that actually gives back and actually cares. So like, LeBron, if you look at his track record, the worst thing he ever did so far was get ejected. I think it was two years ago. Yeah, he got ejected. He hasn't... Thing. That's the first thing... That's the first time he ever got ejected out of a game, period. The, wor- the worst thing he has ever done in his life was be ejected from a basketball game. For the most part, yeah. He's never cheated on his wife. He takes no, care of his kid. Never done anything wrong, to be honest. It's like it's clean cut. Yeah. You could say, like, maybe he has a lot of tattoos. That's pretty much it. 
Yeah. I don't know. I can't recall anything wrong he's done. Nah, he hasn't done anything wrong. Like, honestly, he just, you know, it's, he's got a clean record. He's yeah. a good man. He's a family man. Yeah, exactly. He's the type of guy that'll take time out of his day just to make one person smile. Exactly. Like, like he, after after his team yeah. lost to, who was it? I think it was after they lost to, to Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, he walked off the court and took a selfie with a fan, even though he had just lost to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, which is horrible. Like they, they, hey, 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 come on now. Yo, I know your boy's on the team. Right, sorry. Yeah. Okay, but, and he had also been blocked by my boy that day. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was hyped <laughs> for your boy. Even though LeBron's, like, my favorite player, I was like, yo, go get him. Go get him. Yeah. Go get him. And, yeah, but, like, you know, LeBron's just a good guy, and, like, Honestly, for for Laura Ingram to even say that, for anyone to say that about anybody, yeah, I think that's wrong because, honestly, if you look at like you know the United States Constitution, yeah, he has a right. Everyone has the right to to their own belief, their own expression. So why is she saying shut up and dribble? Yeah, we're not saying to you know if if uh, you know if I were to say that, no one's gonna say you know shut up and snap. <laughs> if, if you know. If like uh, you know, like Ashton Kutcher, okay, let's look at this. Just real quick, Ashton Kutcher basically blew off his acting career to help stop child like sex trafficking. Yeah. No one told Ashton Kutcher to shut up and act. Yeah. No, no, no. No one told Ashton Kutcher to shut up and act. You know why though? Because that's something that everyone believes and everyone believes that, you know, children should not be trafficked for sexual acts. Yeah, that's true. But when it comes to LeBron African American yeah. rights mm-hmm. that's where people are like, Oh, I don't know and you know, the racism comes out and this and that and then past feelings of, of oppression and, and yeah. past beliefs. It's like, listen, like it's two thousand eighteen, we need to be more accept- acceptive of everybody, whether you know, whether they're black, they're Muslim. It is 2018, almost 2019. We need to be accepting of everybody. So, yeah, LeBron, I don't know. He's, like, I don't agree with how she said it, but I understand where she's coming from. I really understand where she's coming from. But... At the same time, yeah, I don't know in regards to LeBron, like, anything, like you said, anything that he's done wrong, per se. I think lately, he's got into some trouble with the media, but LeBron has been doing this media stuff since he was, like, 17, 16 years old. And the fact that he's still... Performing at a high level and he's living up to the hype is amazing to see where people are coming from. Uh, it just with this whole sports and politics thing, it's cool. I think Deontay Wilder just started talking about like oppression right, right. right before the Tyson Fury fight. So we yeah. can see a lot of athletes are coming out and defending their beliefs and all these things that they hold into their heart because they have the platform to do so. But at the end of the day, like, it's hard 
It's, it's going to put them in a higher position because not everybody agrees with the politics and his opinions, which is fair. And everyone has a different opinion and you have the right to have a different opinion on yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. I just, like I said, man, I'm okay with politics, but, like, here's my idea of it. It's just sports is, like, most things, like art, it's an escapism. For those yeah. three hours, you want to be focused on sports. You don't want to be concerned about politics. Yeah, exactly. we deal with that every single day, nonstop. And that's the problem that I have. I think if they, the athletes, like LeBron's doing it in a good way, just keep it outside the league. Yeah. Unless if they're showing racism within the league, then you should call them out. Which, yeah, exactly. Which, which I'm fair. But if it's stuff that's doing with the outside, keep it outside. Because then right. again, because I'm pretty sure the NFL's ratings went down during that whole spiel. Because I guess a lot of people weren't accepted of watching sports and politics they want it separate yeah, for sure it's entertainment at the end of the day man that's what I'm looking at yeah I know it is that's all I'm looking at so Mike how was your last season since we're done talking about the heavy stuff we're just gonna go lighthearted. so how was the season this past season uh, a bit rough honestly oh, uh, you know we, we, we missed playoffs yeah. Um, unfortunately, we missed playoffs for the uh, you know second second year in a row here. Second? Oh shoot! But yo, you guys are still doing pretty well though. We're not bad, you know. It was our first year with the new head coach. Okay, that's yeah. Okay, that's fine though. Um, so that was obviously there was an adjustment period. Yeah. Um. Other than that, though, you know, we're looking good. You know, this next, this upcoming season, we're actually getting, we actually have a new offensive coordinator. Jeez, so you're excited for that? I, I am, you know, I obviously I'm going to miss the old offensive yeah, coordinator. Okay. I am excited for the future, though, to see, you know, what the, what this guy can bring to the program. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it should be interesting, though. It should be really interesting. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we continue on the lighthearted stuff. What's one of the games that you would love to be a part of? Like, if they were to sponsor you per se for Twitch, which company, game company, would you want to work with? Like Call of Duty for sure. Call of Duty. Yeah. You think Call of Duty has gotten better or gotten worse? Because I've heard it got worse. And which two? Actually, before I ask you that question, we're gonna go to. Another question. What are two of your favorite Call of Duty games of all time? My two favorite games of all time? Yeah. Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 2. Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, I'd say Black Ops 1. And okay. And MW2 is the best game ever. I mean, not best game ever, but best um, first-person shooter ever to me. I feel you. Bro, that game is just ridiculous. I still have it for PS3. Oh, man. Uh, Yo, that game? I might actually... I like that game. So, I was talking about what company would you like to work with in the future? Yeah, definitely. I'd like to work with Call of Duty. That'd be pretty cool. Call of Duty. All right. So, 
Call of Duty is one game, like, company that you would like to work with. Now, for the producers of that company, I think it's, like, Activision, isn't it? Um, yeah, Activision is the main producer, and then, um, every year they rotate, it's on, like, a rotation between, um, Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer, and Treyarch. Yeah. So next year, that we're currently on a Treyarch game with Black Ops 4. Next, next year it's going to go to Infinity Ward the year after that it's to Sledgehammer and then after that it's back to Treyarch okay okay, okay. dang man <sighs> so Call of Duty if you're ever listening to this <laughs> you guys know who my boy Young Texas wants a little sponsorship so make sure you guys hit him up he's doing his thing on Twitch it's, it's a slow process so I just want to take this time out to tell people when you're starting from the ground up don't be concerned about what everybody else is doing okay yeah and i'm sure mike can attest to that because it is rough okay you're you're looking around and you're seeing all these different people prospering around you and you're seeing that they're doing more numbers than you and you think that you have better content than them you know you're looking at you know you're looking at people like you know, Ninja, who have, yeah. you know, 100,000 viewers, and, and, you know, Scumpy, who gets, like, 50,000, and people like that, and you look at yourself, and you're like, yeah, I've got, like, three viewers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, honestly, like, I would, I don't care if I have, how many viewers I have, I don't do live streaming for the viewers, for the yeah. money, I don't do it for any of that. You do it because you want to create... I want to create content, and I want to. I have fun doing it. And like, exactly. listen, yes, yes, the viewers are, are are great. Yeah, the money's good. Like, yeah. I get it. Yeah, those are all positive. But like, my big thing is like, listen, if I can impact one person's life in in any way, like if I can just make someone smile, like you know, a big thing for me is like, if I would have a rough day, I know I could go on Twitch, watch my favorite streamer. And I would get a smile on my face when I feel Exactly. Better. We're trying to make a difference, man. Positive. If I could if I could uh do that for one person, just make one person smile, man, that's that's amazing. That's the best feeling. Does it add um value to somebody's life? Even in the most minuscule way, I think it is the best. Gift you can give, just people DMing you saying, hey, yo, I love this show, you're doing good. Hey, I like this stream, it's making me feel better. I was having a rough day, like you said, and you just made my day a lot brighter. Then that's the best, or you can give good advice that can help you help people in the long run, just being given. Because I think, not even that, I think I do believe that giving is way better than receiving because when you give something out to somebody and it helps them you don't care if you get it back you just give yeah. stuff just because you want to give it's the best feeling I can honestly say I can honestly say it's the best feeling so if you guys even have question about how streaming works and you want to get into streaming uh, Mike can help you with that like I said just DM him and when we get to the end of the episode, he'll plug his social media again. Of course he will. I'm going to make him do it. <laughs> so 
<laughs> yo, guys, just make sure you do that. Show him some support because he's been supporting my show. I support his show as well. Yeah, because like I don't even use Twitch to be honest until he got on it, and that's what he's doing right now. And shout out to Liam. I think Liam's gonna start his account soon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he might start a podcast. So when that comes out, I'll notify you guys. Man, yo, this has been awesome. It's been real. But we're going to continue on this show. So, Mike, what are your predictions for the NFL? Because the NFL right now is looking kind of scary, okay? Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen for the Super Bowl? I don't know. Uh, I could see, like, the Saints and, like, I don't know, Saints and the... I don't know. The Chargers look good coming out of the AFC. Yeah. The Chiefs look okay, but they're kind of struggling now. Because they got Kareem Hunt out. Pittsburgh, oh, man, they might not even make playoffs. New England's <laughs> not looking strong, so. Bro, what happened to Thomas, man? Even though I do not like this guy with a passion, he's not looking that hot anymore, man. Like, he used to... Because... For example, you would have more more than I would because they play in the same conference. But every time Tom has the ball in his hand in the fourth quarter and you're on the opposing team, you would get scared. Now, it's looking like, what's going on? Yeah, no, it's... I don't know, the NFL's kind of weird. It's been a weird year. That's what I say, it's weird. Like... (laughs) Jacksonville had the best season in years last year. And yeah. now they're not even better than the Ravens, which came out of nowhere. Right? Because they're wild card right, right now. Yeah. Cam, I don't know what happened to Cam. I think he got injured. So the Panthers are out. Uh, the Falcons, what? And their team is still pretty stacked. And they're still not doing numbers. Yeah. Well, shout out to the Cowboys, you know. I'm a Cowboys fan. So, there's <laughs> that. But I don't know how far we're going to go because we have to face either the Rams. Seattle's coming out of nowhere, too. Then you have uh, who else in the NFC? The Bears, bro. What? That shocked me. I don't know what I think it, when Khalil came over, got traded over, that's yeah. it changed the whole Bears organization. Yeah. I don't know what the Raiders were thinking. Yeah, no, for sure, bro. Man, I hope they turn out well, because I know a lot of Raider fans, a lot of my friends who are Raider fans, they were upset, and I would be too. Like, Khalil is the best player on the team, in my opinion. It'd be like Khalil, Amari, and then I would put um, maybe Derek Carr. But he didn't really have a last a good season last year or this year. Yeah, no, I feel you. It's like the NFL, man. I don't know. This is the one year for me where it feels unpredictable. Yeah. You just don't know, which is good, though. Because the NBA is, like, pretty predictable, to be honest. Well, I don't know, man. Like, the the, the East looks like it's probably either going to be Boston or Toronto. Okay. Who are you rooting for? Toronto, just just because, you know, I like Toronto. I mean, 
I, I obviously cheer for Brooklyn, but it doesn't look like they're, they're not going to make playoffs. So Toronto. Okay. And the West will probably be, you know, a team like Houston, the Warriors, maybe the Lakers. They're not performing as well as I thought they would, but who knows? That's true. Uh, Houston, I don't know, because CP3 is out now. Yeah. And I believe... Uh... Yeah, they got rid of Melo for sure. So right now it's James carrying the team, which was what it used to be before CP3 came because he was the main star. Yeah. So it's open for both now because even the Lakers are not looking that bad. Obviously, you want them to get better, but it shows, goes to show you that LeBron's the truth, okay? I don't care what anybody has to say. When yeah. he came to the Cavaliers the same year, brought them to the finals, went to the Heat, brought them to the finals, and they were doing so hot. Went to the Lakers, who were trash last season, yeah, and then brought them to the finals, man. So that's all I have to say in regards to that. So, Mike, we know that you like ball. Your boy plays for the Nets. Shout out B-Town, BK. Welcome <laughs> to the fellas. Yo, what do you think about the Ball family, Triple Bs? Give your honest opinion on them. Because I, I like them, though. They're pretty cool. No, I like I think they're pretty cool. I mean, I think uh, LeVar kind of messed them up, though. Why is that? I think their dad kind of gave them a bad rep. Ah. Like, in what? Was so, okay. He was so egocentric and so, like, expressive. And, yeah, he loves his family, and, like, he's just trying to – he wants the best for them, but, like – he was just so like cocky, like saying that he would beat Michael Jordan one v one if they were both in their prime. And it's like, yeah, it's like, and like he's always talking about this and that, and just going above and beyond, just making a fool of himself. And it's like, yo, you're just making your kids look bad. Yeah, because I respect what he's done for his kids. A lot of people say that he exploits them. I don't agree. I don't because... think he exploits them at all. No, no, no. I just think he went too far. Yeah, I don't think he exposed them because at the end of the day, if they were to go to Nike, I'm not saying Nike would do that or any any other company, they would probably be more likely to exploit them yeah. more than his fa- than their father would because at the end of the day, he helped create them anyways. He raised them. Yeah, he taught them everything that they know. So I respect Lavar. He's doing a good thing for his sons and his community. And she's helping a lot of people with the GBA. I, I really support that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, he's going above and beyond. The only thing is, is that, like you said, it's one thing when you brag for yourself. It's one thing, and it's another thing when you brag for somebody else. Yeah. So it's a lot of pressure for Lonzo and Jello and Mello. All of them. Because they have to live up to what their father already said. It's not what they said. Because Ali talked all the trash he wants. Uh, Floyd talks all the trash that he wants. McGregor. But yeah. they make their own bed and they lie in it. Yeah. Their father's making the bed for them. So that's a problem. Yeah, bro. That's a problem, man. Triple B. But I support the brand. I'm not buying their shoes, though. Definitely. Nah, it's way too expensive. It doesn't look that good. I wasn't even talking about price. I was just, <laughs> just, saying, I was just saying it doesn't look good to me, bro. I'm not... I could never see myself ro- rocking any of those shoes. I would buy probably, like, their clothes as much. That's pretty much it, though. 
So, yo, Mike, I want to be respectful of your time. Are you going to be streaming today or no? Uh, probably not, no. But you're going to be streaming within the next couple of weeks, right? Oh, or, 100%. Okay. Because you're going to be going back to... New Brunswick in about a week and a half. So. A week and a half. So you have some downtime. Hopefully we can link up. I won't be able to link up on the... I think the January... Like the yeah. date night of, we already know. But we'll yeah. we'll we'll be in the virtual tag segment. It's been a pleasure being on the show. Thank We're you, gonna man. Be... Thank you for having me. Yo, yo, the pleasure is all mine. Trust me. So before we go, we're just gonna wrap up the show. So we talked about a plethora of things. We started with sports and to- politics. Mike and I do believe that it should be separate, but the players and the athletes, and, or even the coaches or the GMs should have their politics, but it should just be outside of the arena. Arena, right? Yeah. I would agree with that as well. When we talked about Colin Kaepernick and his fight, hopefully he gets a job, whether it be in the CFL or in the NFL. It's not going to be in the NFL. Somewhere, bro. Somewhere. He can play a ball. That's the only thing that sucks about football because it's only in North America for the most part. If you if we were to do it for basketball, he could be fine. He'll play anywhere, though. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, so there we go. Instead, we talked about that. We talked about LeBron situation, and he's a good role model. I always like to say I don't want to be a role model. The reason why is because it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> would you would you say that, Mike? Though, I mean, hey man, if someone wants to look up to me, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, but like at the end of the day, I think you should uh, be very careful. Not you per se, but. In general, because yeah, no, absolutely. Because you want to do, because you're responsible for what you do, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's the, and the problem is, is that sometimes what we do affects other people, and I don't want to be responsible for what kids look at me to do, like whatever, exactly. whatever we're doing. That's the problem that I have. Like, it's just a lot of. Because, like, the thing that I did notice, and we're going off topic, but it's okay, it's my show. Here's the thing. <laughs> Don't you find it funny that if a player or a person, whoever it is, the role model, entertainer, if they make a mistake and they're supposed to be a role model, like, everyone lambases them for, like, weeks on weeks on weeks oh, and absolutely. never lets them live it down, right? Absolutely. Because they appear to be perfect, but nobody is. Everyone's flawed. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, yo, I'm not a perfect person. Neither are you. But if you want to look at what I do, yeah. look at the whole thing. Look at what I do that is wrong. Or look at what I do that is right. Yeah, exactly. Don't pay me. Don't put me on a pedestal. Because once you put someone on a pedestal, they're going to fall. And when it falls, yeah. it's going to be an ugly fall, right? It's going to be a terrible fall. So thank you guys for listening to the show. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes. Spotify. Yo, we're on different platforms. We're on 10 now, okay? And if you wow. want to live a... Exactly, man. Since we started this show in February and since you've been on, we've grown to 10 different platforms. So That's I'm awesome. thankful towards God. He's been looking down up, upon me and I'm thankful for all of these things. Some people would say it's small, but to me it means the world. Uh, also, if you want to make a good review, leave a good review on Apple iTunes. It helps with the ratings. If you have any questions, DM me at DD Fuego, and I'm going to pass it to my boy Mike. He's going to plug his stuff one more time. All right, all my ads, you know, 
Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and of course Twitch are at Young Texas Y X N G T E X A S. Yeah, and that's all she wrote. Okay, guys, thank you for stopping by once again, Mike. You already know what it is, bro. Appreciate it, homie. You already know what it is, yo. So don't be lame. Ignite your flame. This is your boy Darius D and my homie Mike. Go ahead, say something, bro. Yeah, yo. Uh, just make sure you guys hit the follow button on on my socials, on Darius' the socials. Yo, hit us up. Hit us up for real. So just chill, chill, chill. Till the next episode. Yeah.